they were using Talk Club in the same way as as you would use a gym. They were going there to keep mentally fit. Up in the air again. Western Terrace again. Six again. Is it six and Western Terrace or Western Terrace? You've absolutely butchered it. I mean, you shit at cricket. It sounds really nice on the stump mic. There won't be any bias in this podcast. I now can't forward this to any of my friends. The View from the Western Terrace with Luca and Coxie. Hello and welcome to uh, The View from the Western Terrace uh, with myself, Luca. Um, Today I am with my wonderful co-host and good friend Charlie Cox and we are joined by um, TED Talker and founder of Talk Club, Ben Akers. Um, It's a terrifying statistic to know that suicide is currently the biggest killer of men under 45 in the UK and that on average... 12 men in the British Isles take their own life every day. Talk Club provides a talking and listening club for men. Um, It's a support network um, and a way to keep mentally fit. It's here to remind all men that you're not alone and to change the way we look at mental health and hopefully end suicide. Uh, The reason Charlie and I got in touch with Ben was after watching his brilliant um, film, which is a positive documentary, about male mental health after the tragic loss of his childhood friend, Steve. Um, You can find this online, so please, uh, please look for it, find it, watch it, um, and learn from it. Um, But yeah, for now, we're going to speak to Ben, and here's what he had to say. Hello, Ben, and welcome to The View from the Western Terrace. Thank you so much for joining us for a chat. Um, I'm very happy to confirm that you're the first TED talker that we've ever had on the pod. Um, so thanks again for, for coming on. Thanks for having me. This is, this, it's a, uh, a nice experience to, to chat to new people. Brilliant. Um, well, you were saying just now that you have a sort of traditional way of, 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 of greeting people. Um, and so I thought we were going to kick off with that. Yeah, so so basically, what Talk Club is all about is a, is based around a statement or two questions or whatever. Um, it's it's basically we ask everyone. We begin a Talk Club session with "How are you?" out of ten, and this this comes from this isn't original. We've we've uh, it's been around for years. We've we actually nicked it from um, uh, youth mentoring, but we worked out because blokes are uh, blokes are just kids. And we need them to, uh, we, we want blokes to start opening up and talking about their feelings. This is the question. So, how are you two out of 10? Take it away, Luca. Yeah, I mean, um, it's first of all, wonderful to have you, Ben. Um, and I, I listened to your TED Talk and heard about this idea, um, talking about how you are out of 10. And it does kind of make you, make you think, I suppose. It's, I suppose it makes you reflect on how you genuinely are. Um, which I suppose is exactly what you're trying to get at. I think at the moment um, I'm probably sitting simply because I feel uh, I, I've, I've, we've just had a brief chat off air about talking about the amazing film you made. Um, I've watched that recently and obviously doing a lot of research for this 
for this podcast. Um, I'm probably sitting at about a six just because, you know, there's a sense of, there's a sense of almost feeling slightly overwhelmed about uh, men's mental fitness. There's a sense of, uh, you know, am I, am I doing enough for the people, um, for the people I care about? Uh, not necessarily just the men, but the the women in my life too, and and the people in my life. And I think uh, you just it, there's just loads and loads of questions around this topic. And I think when it's amazing to have people like you on, um, we've done, we did, an, we had an amazing guest on a few months ago, Tom Stevenson, who also spoke to us about mental health um, and mental well being. And and Charlie and I spoke to each other afterwards, and I once again felt slightly overwhelmed. So maybe that's. Uh, yeah, that's just something that that happens. That's par for the course. But yeah, I'd say I'm about a six at the moment. Um, but it's amazing to have you on, and I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for sharing, Charles. Charlie. Yeah, um, I'm actually. I have to say, I'm in a. I'm in a pretty good place at the moment. I think, um, like this, I've had. We've had a. I've had a really good week. Um, the a, a big part of it, Luke. I spent a lot of time with Luke at the start of this week. Part of it's because of that, pure and simple. But we were, we were. I've, I've recently finished um, a job that I've been in for about four years, an office job. Uh, kind of got to the end of the road with sitting in an office um, all day throughout the week, and um, have had about a month since then. Um, and last week, no, this week started helping Luca with a. Um, a sports camp that he's running um, for kids during the summer holidays. Um, so it's like four hours of, of sport, basically physical activities for the kids, which was something I wanted to get involved in as something sort of completely different, spend some more time outside. Um, I've never really worked with kids or, or done much sort of coaching, having done loads of sports. So I was interested in doing that and um, absolutely loved it. It was just so much fun, such a nice change. Also, we had we also had a day off on Wednesday, um, so feeling pretty pretty recharged and um, yeah, can't complain. So I reckon I'm I must be I'm going to say eight just because I don't want to I don't want to go too high in case like you know what happens when you know if I if I ever get married or like have a kid then that's going to be the ten. But pretty <laughs> good basically. But, but that's, that's that's thank you so much for both sharing. Um, that's that's great. I mean, you've just had a talk club session. You've, what you've both done there is you've no, there's no right, right or wrong answer. You've just opened the conversation and sort of um, you've admitted as as Lucas done. He's admitted that he's feeling a bit overwhelmed, especially by these things, and that's okay. I mean, like and that what we do with what I do with our numbers is I sort of go look. I can wake up at a certain number and then I can increase that number or I can let my, or I can have a rubbish day because it's, it's a, an anniversary of something rubbish or it's about actually just staying present with your mental fitness, your mental health, as we often do with our physical health. Yeah. I mean, this is obviously you guys are big sports boys. You know, when you're carrying an injury, you know, when you've got a little bit of a, an ankle or a knee, you see a bloke walking around with a bad back and you bent over, look after yourself, but we don't, know how to do that with ourselves when it comes to our mental fitness. So that's, that's why we start these things. And, and, and I, me, myself, I mean, I've, I've been quite low recently. My numbers have been quite low for me. I, I like to operate around an eight and a half. Um, 
that's sort of like my my sort of I feel in control and good with the world. And for quite a lot of um, the year pre-pandemic, I was in that in that number. Um, and then hit some low numbers throughout the pandemic, like like the rest of the world did. And um, and then I'm sort of now on this sort of slight burnout stage of normally of coming out of the the uh, coming into the summer holidays, my three kids and stuff like that. So I'm probably operating about a six and a half at the moment, and that's that's actually quite good for me um, for for this stage for the past sort of month or so. Um, but that's okay for me to sort of know where I am, and it's actually about knowing where you are and how you can look after yourself and improve yourself. And and even just now, do you know I mean like I've probably gone up to I've probably gone up a couple of points just chatting to you guys. So it's it's to me it's really it's really good about just being open. And being vulnerable, because especially when you come to sort of sports and men and this type of world, we don't like to admit that we're vulnerable. Because if you sh- if you show vulnerability on a, on a pitch, that's a weakness. But being mentally strong, and b- because of your mental fitness, that's an asset. That's actually uh, something I was going to. I was going to ask because I felt like with everything you obviously what you do is absolutely incredible and you bring bring people together and and enable them and you facilitate conversations that if if we're being honest are, are life-saving um, and are absolutely paramount to us taking steps forward certainly in men's mental fitness and I did I did wonder the one question I wanted to ask was what are you out of 10 because I feel you do so much for other people um, uh, how often do you get to talk about your own, um, your where you are at on that scale? Um, and you've obviously spoken there about a, almost like a that it's a timeline and that you do flip between an eight and a six and this and that. And I sp- that's what I find so. I mean, it's such a simple concept that out of ten, but I find that just brilliant about it. That when you go along to a talk club, you you talk openly and you say this is where I am today and then you have something to compare the next week to and if it is a small work anxiety or if, if it is something going on at home you can then say oh well last week I was a I was an eight because I was able to get out and I was able to do 5k and I was able to go to the pub with Charlie but this week I've not been able to do those things I've been slammed with work I've done x y and z and that's why I'm sitting at six and a half um, and obviously I actually agree with you like as soon as I said I'm sitting at, I'm, I'm a six out of 10 at the moment. I immediately felt better confiding in, confiding in you, confiding in Charlie um, and just being, being honest about it. And I feel like the more, the more we can, we can showcase that um, and the more we can open that conversation, the, the, well, the better it is for men's mental fitness, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing when we, I mean, I, I, I have, I mean, there's six founders of talk club, um, and five of them are men and we have a check-in session every single morning and we it is quite it has been quite hard um, it has been quite overwhelming quite a lot of the stuff that we've been doing yesterday especially because we've just got charity status we've suddenly got like we suddenly have to um well i mean we, we've got over two uh, over two thousand men in our community and we've got 54 clubs and we we've done this as an evening job, do you know what I mean? We've done this on, on the side of everything else and it's going so fast and so, so needed at the moment. And I'm working on a new film, looking at the mental health of, uh, of young people. So it does get overwhelming and talking about suicide and talking about mental health all the time 
is really draining on me. But the difference is that I own it. I own it. And sort of like back in the day when I used to work in big advertising agencies, I would, I would never let myself, I was working this out in therapy recently. I would never let myself go lower than the six, but also never let myself go higher than the six. Right. I would never let myself have the rewards. I would like, I would win. I was, I was lucky enough to win some quite big awards, but I would never let myself have those rewards for winning those awards or We'd be we'd be off in uh, amazing places filming, but I would never be excited about that because if I'd let myself have the eight or the nine, that means I let had to let myself have the four or the five. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've we've naturally since, and I suppose it's it's testament to the theory behind Talk Club with the <laughs> with the question. We've naturally gone really sort of tangential and just spoken. Uh, which I think is is brilliant, and it's been amazing to to talk with you. I think you've mentioned Talk Club there, and you know, there. I mean, based on statistics, there'll be people listening to this podcast who who are battling an, an anxiety or something like that, and there are people going through through these things. So, would you could, do you mind like telling us of how do people access it, and what is the what is kind of the format? Um, obviously, we've spoken about the score out of ten, but what's the if you could give us a that in a in a nutshell? Okay, so Talk Club is a um, a grassroots talking movement for men, basically. That's the way we describe it. We're a charity. We've been a charity since April. Uh, we've been going a couple of years. We've got two thousand over 2,000 men in our, our global community. Uh, we've got clubs in Sydney. We've got clubs in Singapore. We've got clubs all over the UK at different stages. Some are some are really well-formed, going, going gangbusters. Some are in their infancy. And... The traditional version of Talk Club is eight to ten men in a room. You sit in a circle um, and you, pre-COVID world, you'd have a talking ball. Um, and it's run by a bloke called the captain who's been sort of, who's put his arm in the air and go, um, I want to run one of these things. He's had, he's had some training from us, but it's quite simple training, just how to, how to run a group and how to be supported by us because we've got a, We've got a support network for looking after captains in case they're confronted by things. Um, and what they do is you just, this, this ball goes around in a circle or you take it turns to talk. Um, you talk about how you are out of 10. Then you go to what you are, um, what you're grateful for. So normally I'll, I'll walk in and I'll moan about my kids. And then in my next round of what I'm grateful for, I'll be grateful for my kids. So I know how ridiculous it is. Um, and then you talk about mental fitness. And as I say, it's amazing this moment where you can pick up these beautiful tips from other people. Uh, and then you have your checkout number. And it's so simple. You're talking for about 20 minutes. You're listening for about <laughs> an hour and a 40. Um, you just bond with people and going, well, you have got like, it's not, it's not a case of your problems are worse than mine. But the attention that that person gives you by listening to you moaning about your little bit, and then you go, well, Christ, that's going on in your world. And it's really humbling. It's really, really humbling. It's really, really to show, to see sort of men in their 60s and 70s or, or <clears throat> 18, 19-year-olds opening up with such amazing, powerful vulnerability. Um, and then what you, so, so that's, a, that's, a, that's a classic talk club, if you like. Um, and these are held in uh, men, 
comfortable spaces, we call them. So they're held in pubs, they're held in sort of like back rooms of pubs or uh, sports clubs or, or gyms. Um, blokes are blo- blokes of stuff, places blokes know, blokes feel comfortable in. We're not, we're not so, we don't like a church hall because we don't want to turn it to an AA meeting. Um, so that's a classic one. The way you get to one of those is you go to wetalkclub.com, you go to clubs, and what we should do, we suggest that you join the main Facebook group. So the main Facebook group has got about 1,600 men on there at the moment, and that's your first entry point. So that can be literally, that's just you get on there and you say, I'm a five or I'm an eight, and you just download, you just offload, you just get rid of whatever's there. And there's probably a regular... 800 to 900 men commenting or 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 um or posting on there maybe a bit higher on the, on the commenting but maybe, maybe about 900 men posting on there on a sort of regular cycle according to our stats but what you're finding is that when blokes know that it's there so when something does happen like they lose their job or something happens with like a like that moment that they need they need a bit of support to actually have a community there of, of men who will listen and be be supportive is amazing. So then you've got this main talk club group, and then but if if you go onto the other part of the page, you can join your local group. So each group, uh, each group around, and we're always setting up new ones. Um, and if you anyone wants to set one up and become a captain, then contact us as well. If we haven't got one, we'll set you up. Um, and what you do is you join a local one, and then from there they might have zoom calls or they might have uh, physical meetups or they might have talk and runs. Um, and the idea is that, that that becomes your own little local community. So go to wetalklub.com and join a group is the quickest way of saying it. <laughs> Perfect. I'm, I'm interested in if, if you went into a, I imagine they're completely different wherever you go and what, you know, each week and whatever, but if, if you went into a, a talk club this evening, what do you reckon the average score would be? Is that, is that possible? Uh, oh, no. Well, okay, so this is, so it's been really, really interesting. So our, our one in, um, it, 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 it's very different now because what, when we first started, you'd walk into, you walk into, the, my local one is in the back of a, a brewery called um, uh, Bristol Beer Factory. So, uh, and we, we've got a, a non-alcoholic beer called Clearhead. So buy, buy some, buy some Clearhead. Uh, great IPA, uh, my advert for Clearhead. Um, uh, uh, alcohol-free IPA. Um, so what would you do is you'd walk in there, and I would say your opening scores will probably be around fives and sixes. That would be your opening scores. As a guess of, say, eight men when we started this thing two years ago, uh, two and a half years ago. But... If you walked into that same group now, I remember going in um, in that bit in between the lockdown when we were like, maybe even this time last year, where we were allowed out, but we weren't allowed out out. Um, I would sort of, I would, I walked in and I, and the opening scores on all those people in that room were eight. There was eight men on eight because that's, a, and, and they're using it, excuse me, <clears throat> They were using Talk Club in the same way as as you would use a gym. They were going there to keep mentally fit. So their opening scores were eights, and they were all walking out of nines or 9.5s. A couple of people let themselves have tens. I'm like you. I sort of like go like um, 
I've only been 10 three times in my life um, at the birth of all my three kids and nine and a half at my wedding. But, um, but uh, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But you still go, but uh, to me, a 10, is, a 10 is like a pinnacle of life, right? To me, that's my 10. But Gav, who's one of the co-founders, he lets himself have 10s all the time. Like we'll play a game of football and we'll win and he's, 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 scored, he's scored a beauty and he'll let himself have a 10 there. And I think that's brilliant because that's the way that he handles his numbers. Um, but, but I would say an average on that. But then what you do is you um, – but I think that it all depends how – if I'm honest, it all depends how established the men are who are coming. So if we start a new one, you'll probably be attracted you, – you've probably got people who are coming who are needing help, I'd guess. Yeah. Yeah. That was, so they, I guess so that was probably, where the question came from was like, do, do you get many people who come in and say, I'm actually an eight? Because I imagine it, more people come in and go, I'm struggling, that's why I'm here. And then they kind of build it up. But, but, but that's the thing. Depends if they, um, we, I, I really try to encourage people on the Facebook group, to, if they're feeling an eight, post about being an eight because it'll inspire other people. Um, and tell us why you're an eight. Right. Tell us how you've looked after yourself. Tell us why you're doing this. And we do get we do get quite a lot of good people who are who, like the same. But again, bring it back to a gym. You've got people who are joining gyms who are fit. You don't just join a gym if you're unfit. You can join a gym if you're fit. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think what I find that most I found, well, certainly found most refreshing about the film, Steve, as well. And I, and I would absolutely encourage anyone who's listening to this to to find the time to watch it um it is that you are it, the first like you said the first 20 minutes is about steve and it's really hard hitting and and it's just such a tragic story and and, and unfortunately it is a story that um we're facing every day with young men all over all over the world um but you do talk about not, not. I don't know if solutions is the right word, but you talk about coping mechanisms and ways that you can go and find people and ways that you can go uh, and receive help. Like you, you go and speak to a GP. You speak to you speak to someone who's kind of gone down the the fitness, staying active route. You talk about mindfulness and issues that, and mainly topics that that men are, aren't willing to normalise. When I watched it from a very personal point of view, it was. It, that was the most amazing thing was that it was it was ways of ways of dealing with it and it was ways of dealing with anxieties and dealing with stresses and I think when um, you know I've spoken to Charlie a lot about this when we spoke to Tom Stevenson months ago I remember being so overwhelmed by what he was speaking about and and I actually remember going back to like and speaking to people I really cared about family and stuff and being so emotional and almost well I was in like floods of tears because I just couldn't work out why men wouldn't talk and why we couldn't why we couldn't talk and why there weren't those platforms like since that podcast I've had counseling weekly if I'd have had a talk club accessible that would have been absolutely amazing I just think that is what's so incredible about what you're doing is that it is something tangible it's something that men can get hold of they can go they can do it for themselves um, and I just think it's invaluable and it's life-saving. So, yeah, it, it really is special. Can I, can I just say congratulations on the, on the therapy? Congratulations. Because it's like literally when, when someone comes up to me and sort of, I mean, I, I feel like going, finally you're taking, your, you're taking your brain seriously. 
like you know like when people you when you see people going out for a run you don't go oh he's a he's, he's clearly he's clearly a bit unfit he's clearly a bit unfit he's going for a run we don't we look at them and we go good on them good on them for getting themselves out there and trying to take care of themselves and when it comes to our mental health i mean i've been in counseling like on and off since i was 20 right and all the way through my career, all the way through my advertising career. And I remember even saying to someone, oh, I can't do that. We are big meeting that was being knocked out. Oh, I can't do that. I've got my, I've got my therapy then. And, um, and then my business partner's coming into me and sort of like going, like, this is a big ad agency. And he's like, what's wrong? What do you mean? What's wrong? You've, you've got therapy. Nothing's wrong because I've got therapy. And, and it was sort of, to me, like I would have it monthly just to download but if you're un, if if you've got things going on, we we've got so much going on in our heads, and so much going on in our past, and the way that we're doing quite a lot, what we do with with therapy at the moment is just triage to try and pack back up the last 30, 40 years to try and get us into a stable space. But I think everyone should be in therapy. I think everyone should be looking after themselves the same way that everyone should be going to the gym or exercising regularly. I mean, like I, the past eighteen months have been crap. And you sort of go, um, so, but the only person that's going to be able to lift you out of that is you. It might be going to get professional help. It might be joining talk club. It might be going for a run. But unfortunately, it's the only person who can lift you out of those low moods is you. And what we're trying to do with talk club is about prevention. It's about that sort of like that point of not getting mentally unfit so you start needing other things other you start need like we know about like for example self-harm right we talk about self-harm and we someone says self-harm you think 13 year old girls cutting themselves right that is a version of self-harm self-harm is also alcohol abuse drug abuse um uh all these other things out there over exercising overeating anything you're using to cope with what is going on in the world and blokes do that Blokes find the answer at the bottom of a pint and blokes find the answer with recreational drugs because we can't cope with a lot of what's going on. So what we're just trying to do is we're just trying to get people like, as I say, men, but people, the knock on effect of, uh, of a man talking or a man opening up. Like I've had a woman come up to me and go, my, I just want to say thank you because my husband goes to one of your talk clubs and is now talking at home. And I never expected that. And what we're finding is we're just finding that if you can actually prevent prevent mental ill health, you can just get that that release valve going. Uh, and again, it's just the, as you said, it's like it's that moment of going like like the idea of Steve was to go. These are all the options that you could do. Like there's so many different ways of physical health. I mean, some people like yoga, some people like rugby. Doesn't mean that one's better than the other. That's just your personal choice. Some people don't like talking. Some people can't handle it. Like Ollie, Ollie Applin, who who created the Mind Journal. He writes and he writes, it's a brilliant, brilliant journal and he writes everything down. I mean, Ben, you've, you've touched on their um, physical fitness, which is something that I find quite interesting in the whole, in the whole kind of mental fitness, um, I suppose, pursuit really. I mean, we all want to become mentally fitter, mentally stronger and more able to deal with kind of life's everyday um, anxieties and stresses. I think with physical fitness, something I do worry about is you've obviously said there that it could potentially be seen as as a as a cop out sort of running instead of talking. And and I know you mentioned Ollie Applin there a minute ago. Something he said in the film 
which really, really resonates with me, actually. It's so simple, but he said not talking equals not feeling. Um, and it's just something to me that I was like, actually, you know, we all have mechanisms. And there, you obviously mentioned the five ways to improve your mental fitness. And, of course, connecting with other people and, and playing sport and doing all these things is absolutely amazing. And it does help. But ultimately, does it come down to we have to talk and... And obviously, you've already said the out of 10 is a way of facilitating that. Um, but would you kind of, what, what would your view of that be? It, can people become a little bit obsessive with the fitness side of things and let that almost become the, the only solution? Um, yes. Um, so first of all, in my, in my experience, you've got to remember that I'm just a filmmaker here. I'm not sort of like, I'm, I'm no expert. But what, but what I've seen and what I've understood from talking to lots of people Physical exercise is really, really good. It's far better to be because the endorphins kick in, and doing these exercises are like playing football. I'm the same, like literally. But like, my wife used to say to me, um, "Like you're getting on my, you're getting on my effing nerves here. Can you go and get a game of football, please?" Right? Because um, she could see my my sort of my my um, I was getting edgy, and I get really, really peed off if I'm not playing football. And I go, "Claire, it's not as simple." Yeah, okay, I've got one. Right. It's sort of like it's sort of. Um, but to me, playing football is that escapism. It is like that, as you say, it's that 90 minutes of, of being somewhere else and the banter beforehand and all these things that go on in in sport that we that, that us blokes. I'm generalizing here, but me, I really, really enjoy it and really, really need. But also because there's a community there, there's there's a there's a connection there, there's human connection. Like you're not, you're not sort of, I mean, even with a new film, I'm looking at gaming in the new film because <clears throat> I never got into gaming, but <clears throat> there's lots of connections with bad mental health when, when you're stuck in, stuck in front of the screen, but obviously they've got a big community. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't sort of like beat yourself up too much on the, on, on the physical exercise. It's when you're overusing it, back to that self-harm conversation is that we know these people who sort of like, who go to the gym every day and obsessively are doing all these things and it's turning into a level of um are they are they are they using that as fitness or are they using that as an obsession like everything is good in moderation so it's good to go out and blow off steam where your mates never drink right and get drunk cool six nights six nights out of seven not cool right or too much exercise too much escapism too much of this not good the two things i'm that i'll definitely take away just on a personal level is like if you're good talk about it because then when you're bad it won't be weird to talk about it and you can also say why you're good like for me this week it was doing something completely different um and literally just a change that i'd been sort of looking forward to and then went and did it um which not everyone can do but it's like if that can work for you, then you should think about it, which is, um, yeah, good, good, good takeaways. So even, even with that, when I was going to just say, even between that, when you sort of said about what you've done this week, Charlie, right. That was a little endorphin because you gave, you gave Luca a load of compliments inside that. You sort of said it was really good for you to sort of to actually do this training thing with him, to spend time with him. And you 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 were telling him 
that you care about him. And it was really, really, look, whether you do that every day or whether you sort of like, whether he knows that, but as a man to man conversation, that was a really nice for me to see that for two, two friends to sort of like, to, to, to show that they, to, to, to say that they care about each other and they enjoy each other's company was really great for me to, to hear. Yeah. I think people would say we probably do it too often. <laughs> but yeah no you're absolutely right I think it's just that it's that conversation isn't it it's that being being able to let people know exactly how you're feeling and also I know we keep saying it but what is making you feel like that because you do have days where things everything feels a bit grey and you, you never really acknowledge why you just get through to bedtime and then mm. you go to bed and wake up the next day hoping that you know things are a bit brighter when actually if you just take the moment to be like, right, well, I think things are a little bit great today because I'm probably slightly worried about that and slightly worried about that. Um, I feel like we're having a, our own talk club here, but I feel like that is, is probably a really positive thing and I, and I hope people who are listening kind of acknowledge it as something that they want to do with their friends or e- even the way you speak, um, Ben, I actually thought, it, you know, I almost needed you to remind me that you you were just the filmmaker who went into it with with the view of, saving the next Steve and I think I was I certainly at the beginning because you've done so many amazing things I was talking to you as if you were a mental health professional um, and I, like we've obviously chatted to you I hope people that listen to this anyone who might be going through anything would feel that they could could speak to us and and talk to us about it even though we've obviously got no professional grounding um, but for me you don't need it I mean like uh, if you're trying to solve something, then that's a different thing, right? But actually anyone can listen and actually being open to being listening. I mean, my mum's a therapist. I grew up around therapy. Um, my dad was schizophrenic, so I grew up around mental illness. So there's lots of things that I've held on with what, what's happened about my past. But what but what you, what you what we find is that you don't need to be um, – if, if you look at a therapist as a coach – for it, like, my mum hates me doing this because I'm simplifying things. But if you look at it as a coach, because you're taking it seriously, you're taking your mind seriously, right? But that doesn't mean you can't you you that someone can't give you tips on having going for a run. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's it, again, I use these things because I because for me it's language that I feel easy to communicate with and and as a sort of like, and that's my job. My job is a problem solver and I'm trying to help solve this problem. But like one of the greatest things that I've got, I've got, I've got two lines in my life that I hold everything up to. So if I'm feeling funny about something, I go with the feeling, right? That's sort of like, that's something that I've worked out many years in therapy. Go with the feeling. Why does it make me feel this way? Just go with it. Don't fight against it. Go with it. Like, and that could be writing it down. That could be talking it out, but just go with the feeling. And then the next thing is I, I removed a lot of toxins from my life, but with a line of, does it make me better? So everything that I do now, every decision I make about everything is, does it make me better? So I removed, I removed toxic relationships, um, friendships. I removed, uh, I removed work, toxic work relationships. I removed, removed things from work that were toxic because I didn't believe it made me better. So this conversation makes me better. Talking to you two makes me better, right? Um, my relate improving my relationships with my kids, my friendship lines. Because I think what we do, especially as blokes, is we let things happen to us, or we think that we have to do it, 
like the way that we look at mental health in this country is uh, is literally we wait ourselves to we wait for ourselves to have a heart attack before we go for a run like that is how we deal with therapy we are using its triage at the moment and it doesn't it, it, it's actually it should be it should be used as a, a sustainability not triage yeah yeah so with that's what i'm saying when you said about therapy i'm like brilliant congratulations for you um because it's so important it's it's exactly the same um message that this guy that we spoke to we keep re- referencing who former professional rugby player kept getting injured and and as a result of injuries um struggled with alcohol and just struggled with his mental health generally and has since been through therapy and basically is saying now that what he wants to to work towards is that every rugby club you know all the players get therapy as part of their almost like strength and conditioning and mental well-being like it's it's not when you have an injury and you're dealing with it afterwards or when you've retired or whatever it's like prevention and and as a daily thing rather than yeah like you said waiting for it to build up and build up until it's not necessarily too late but late in the day well that that's the thing for me like we, we well the new film i'm working on is looking at the mental health of kids because what's the what's happening is that i'm hearing that when it gets to adult stage or even even universities and teenage stage it's like we haven't built up the skills we build up these skills earlier in our lives and um what if we could actually get mental health taken more seriously in primary schools what if there was something that was physical education is the same as um, mental fitness education what if, what if there was nf as well Dan as PE. you know what i mean statistic and it was actually not not accurate. bundled up in However, some sort of as, 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 a, as a side thing it, it, along with religious education as psag what if because the, the this is the biggest drain on on society we are going to hit a pandemic we are going to hit a mental health tidal wave a tsunami once we come out of what's happened for the past 18 months yeah and, and with that ben i know something that me and like charlie and i are pretty fascinated by and i'd love to hear what you think about it is that you obviously talk about raising the profile and getting it into primary schools and you also mentioned to, um, like toxic work relationships before and obviously recently we've seen some really high profile sports people um Naomi Osaka, Ben Stokes, Simone Biles, Callum, Callum Skinner, like obviously taking a step back from uh, their, you know, essentially what is their job? I know that we, uh, myself, I put Ben Stokes on a pedestal that what he does is is almost godly as opposed to he is just doing his job. And they're taking a step back. Do you think, um, like what's your view of that? And is, is that heightening the profile to the degree? Is that kind of bringing it into the focus of the public and, and, and enabling a discussion? Uh, they're all discussions and I think it's great. And I think that the more, the more high profile people talk about their uh, internal battles or like Tyson Fury, the stuff that calm have just done recently, great boys are calm. But again, to me, quite a lot of this is, and I, and I think what Ben is doing, Ben Stokes doing again, brilliantly highlighting that that the pressures and and that type of uh, his battle with own his own mental fitness but but what happens is that again what we're seeing is we're seeing awareness and we're seeing we're seeing triage we're seeing stuff that's afterwards we're not we're not concentrating on the prevention we're not concentrating like i i i think i think mental health awareness is brilliant and we need to be doing as much of it as possible 
But what we're trying to do and what, we, what we're trying to encourage as many people to do is mental health action because this, it's almost too late. Like what's happening is, we, is that it, 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 like we, want, we want those, those amazing sports people to be, doing, to be as mentally strong as they possibly can be to, to, to reach those heights that we want them to reach because they're, they're our heroes. Um, and I get annoyed that they've been let down. If I'm honest, I get annoyed that they've been let down by the people around them. Um, like the Olympics, you see the Olympics and you sort of see, you see these sort of like, I know you need to have those edges. You need to be able to push yourselves, but also you need to be able to, um, you need to be mentally strong enough as well as physical, mentally physical enough and, uh, mentally strong enough. And I think that even with, even with football, I mean, like the amount of suicides we've seen in football, um, Yeovil captain recently and, the pressures that these guys are put under and talking to professional players and talking to, um, talking to coaching staff, it's not, it's still not there. It's still not there. It's sort of like, it's seen as a little bit of a token in some places. Um, uh, and I don't know the ins and outs of all these clubs. So I'm, I'm just seeing it from the punter and from, from people I talk to, but you go, well, Surely a mentally a mentally fit professional athlete is going to be better at their job. Well, thanks so much, Ben. Um, so much, so much good content in there, and I know I'm going to take a lot, take a lot away from it. And I'm sure, sure everyone listening will as well. Um, and we're going to round off with with again with your question. We're going to do do a, do the proper talk club experience. So. Um, so shall I shall I just ask the question? Yeah, go for it. How are you out of ten, Ben and Luca? Obviously, at the beginning, I said I was slightly overwhelmed by by all the issues. I think talking um, through them with with you, uh, Ben, and hearing well, just hearing about the work you're doing and hearing about the talk clubs around the country um, and uh, being able just to be open. I think you've got um, you know. I think you've got an incredible ability to just talk to people and it's, you've been one of the best guests we've had on. You've been, it's been a real pleasure. And I'd say I'm now kind of, I definitely have, have gone up a couple of levels. I'd say I'd be about a seven and a half now. I feel a lot better um, just just having talked it through and also just, I suppose, hoping and thinking about the the positive impact that this that this podcast could have on on listeners Um and and hopefully hoping that people reach out and and feel that they can talk to people is is the main message. Thanks for sharing, mate. Um, I'm I'm really glad that you that you've gone up. Um, I'm I'm up to an eight. Um, it's been nice chatting to sort of uh, uh, two two new people um, and uh, just just seeing seeing how you guys are being able to open up and sort of owning your your numbers as well. Um, I'm not saying I'll stay an eight all day. I've got to go down in the, it's raining up here. So, um, uh, I'll be going down and seeing, seeing where the three kids are, but, um, so what mess they've made, but a lot of it is actually just about going, look, I'm, I'm, I'm owning where I'm feeling at the moment. I'm feeling good. And in, in the way of, uh, it's, it's the, the classic BT line. It's good to talk. So thank you for having me on. Sponsored by you, Charlie. Um, yeah, I've, I, I definitely think uh, I started high, 
Um, but I'm going to go higher. I think it's, it's, it's another, like I said, I think earlier that I felt refreshed and I, I definitely think I was doing some work before this. I knew it was going to be a really nice sort of two hour, just a complete break, something completely different. Um, I feel like we've had a really good chat. It's, I picked up some stuff that I'm definitely going to, going to use. And I, and I was, when I was thinking about my number, I was thinking, Oh, I've got to do some more work. And that's kind of bringing me down. But actually one at like what you were just saying is that I know I'm going to, you know, probably come four or 5 PM this evening up this afternoon. I'm going to be like down a number or down two numbers. Cause I'm going to be thinking, Oh, I'm not, I'm not quite, I know I've got more than I can do this afternoon, but actually that's okay. I know that's going to happen. And I know that I'm going out for dinner this evening and that's going to be really nice. And then it's the weekend. So it's, it's, it's so simple, but just knowing that you are going to go up, you're going to go down, you're going to go up, you're going to go down is, uh, yeah, I think that's a, it's a really powerful thing. It's, it's don't, it's don't, don't pile pressure on yourself. Don't, I mean, I think that's where it comes to is that let yourself have the, like in mindfulness is about being present. And this is a very, very basic level of mindfulness about just being present at this moment and going, yeah, I feel good at the moment or I feel bad at the moment. And I mean, those things will pass if you're feeling bad. So, um, so just that, that's what my, my take would be. Just keep, keep those numbers, letting them go up and down. So you said you're going up. What was, what's your number now then? I'm a nine. I can't go to 10. You're in now. You can't go to 10. No, I'm, I'm with you there, but I'm quite happy to, t- I'll, I'll take a nine off, off of a conversation with you gents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take a nine as well. Um, well, mate, thanks so much. That was epic. Um, yeah. yeah, so 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 good to chat. I think with like we touched on just now, the news you know that's that's been coming out of the, of the sport sporting arena with this sort of stuff being talked about. I think it's a great time to have this conversation. I know loads of people listening will will appreciate it. So um, thanks so much for coming on and. Um, Maybe we'll get we'll get down to Bristol and, and meet properly at some point. But um, yeah, it's been yeah, awesome. that'd be that'd be good. And feel free to share the sort of the 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 TED talk or Steve around to all your gang as well. Feel free about all that. So yeah, we'll for hopefully sure. hopefully meet your boys for a pint soon. Nice, we certainly will. Perfect. Thanks so much, Ben. Really appreciate it. Cheers. Take care. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Well, I hope you've all enjoyed listening to that conversation and hopefully learn a little bit from it, taken something from it. I know uh, myself and Lucas certainly did. And we definitely encourage you to look into Talk Club, Google it. Um, you'll find all the details on their website and on their Facebook page as well, I think, and all across social media. Find your local Talk Club and give it a whirl. Um, I think the message that, that we got from Ben is literally give it a whirl. It's all about mental fitness. It doesn't have to be about mental illness. So uh, keep on top of it. Go and speak to people. It sounds like a great way of just meeting people generally anyway. Um, I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of like interesting characters to chat to. So um, why not give it a whirl? Stay on top of your mental fitness and keep chatting. Absolutely. As Coxie's just said, um, it's all about talking. Um, so if you can get along to a local talk club, then make sure you definitely do it. Ben actually uses a brilliant analogy in his TED Talk, which you can also find on YouTube, um, where he says talking about mental fitness is very much like being the first one on the, da- on the dance floor at a party. Um, it takes a bit of courage to get up there 
but as soon as you're up there and, and having a dance, everyone will come and join you and it will quickly become a better night for it. So the sooner we start talking about these issues, the sooner we start to be able to dance together, if that's not too, not too cheesy. Um, so let's, yeah. Let's get um, dancing, baby. Yeah, so let's make sure we're talking about these things. Um, and once again, thank you to Ben. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, cheers now. Cheers now.